Your voice is like a fine wine. Is it adjusted? <laughs> uh, funny you should say that. <laughs> am, I, am I like detecting notes of wine uh, on your breath? Do you, or do you get the... that hint of fruitiness coming off I get of a, my tongue? I get a hint of booziness coming, wafting over this way. Oh, just a tad. Why this motherfucker was late to record <laughs> and I just uh, want to know why. Well... I, uh, as many of you may know, I'm a connoisseur of, of fine wine. No, he's not. No, that's not true. <laughs> My, okay, here's the best way I can describe it, preface this. Have you seen Punch Drunk Love? <laughs> uh, yeah, I have. You know how Adam Sandler's character is scamming those coupons to, like, win vacations and shit? Did you find, uh, boxed... Wine. Did you find the little juice boxes of wine? I've been clipping proofs of purchases off of box wines for insanely. No. They each have a UPC beneath each miniature <laughs> box of wine. Uh, only only kids who sell punch drunk love will get this great joke. By the way, my uh, my girlfriend though does similar scams with radio contests. Oh shit! It's another one of these. Yeah, where she is just constantly entering everyone she knows into these contests. Is that? Is that a similar scam? It's like a numbers game. It's just—it's it's like kind a, of yeah. It's like you, a law of large numbers. You work the percentages. Yeah. Anyway, so she won a a wine tasting at this fancy wine bar, and or mm. yeah, it it was a wine pairing. So we got like a three course meal and lots of Jesus. wine. Dang, and all all paid for. Yeah. By yeah. whatever stupid radio station by 106 point what the fuck ever you she doesn't remember like which station no she never does and it's always really funny when i get these calls that i won these things because first of all i'm never expecting them are you on the air and they're like sometimes i have been which station gives the best wine gives away (laughs) Uh, i don't know so that's the thing is that i'm never expecting the calls and i'm always at work the other thing is, I never know what I've won, so there's always like this sound of surprise in my voice, but not like good surprise, <laughs> just kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> and you can that tell- That doesn't sound surprise, though. That sounds like don't give well, a shit. Well, I mean, like, they'll tell me what I won, and then I'm like, okay, can you explain what it is? And they're like, you know, that thing you signed up for? Oh, right, right, right. The thing that I signed up for. And I'm like, oh, for. right. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, those those uh, theme park passes. Yeah, Got which, it. Which one, though? So, but yeah, one uh, one time I was on the air, and you, they were oh my so God. enthusiastic, and they were like, oh. I won a massage thing and they were like you're not gonna have to worry about mother's day this year because we got you the mother's day ultimate prize package and what the hell is that and i was just and it was like eight o'clock in the morning and i was like oh okay and they were like did we wake you up and i'm like no i'm at work i've got to get off the phone now and it had to be the worst i know they were just like we can't air this i really hope they did because that's great radio yeah but anyway, so it was one of those deals where we won a wine pairing, and okay, so one of the many prizes you scammed off of, yep, off of the radio, yep. So right. for you I listeners out good. there, if you want to get lots and lots of free shit, just every morning go to every local radio station <laughs> and sign up for every possible contest that they have. All all you have to lose is three hours out of your day every single day of your life. But I promise you, you will win random shit you do not want. 
constantly. It's true. Adam and I went to VisionCon. Yeah, we did actually uh, go to a for comic. free together, and we got the VIP treatment because of one of these radio sweepstakes. Which was so good. We've never even talked about that. That's crazy. We no, went, we should we, have. In one of these deals, we won tickets to a, a comic convention, uh, VIP tickets, and the VIP tickets granted us nothing extra except um, ac- a little something, something. <laughs> except access to a sitting room. Furnished a by a local a good... furniture store. <laughs> it and was... it was literally nothing. It was just a room full of couches that you could go sit like, in. It was like a furniture showroom, kind of. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you, were encur- like... <laughs> you were encouraged to sit down on these nice couches that had never been used and take a free poster for whatever bad movie was. Was it? Re- it wasn't Ready Player One. No, they it were was... just like, it was like worse than that. It was like yeah. just stacks of posters, movie posters no one wanted. But not even like the double-sided like movie theater versions, no. like the ones that are meant to be given away a for small, free. Yeah, yeah like a the tiny small, one. not like a one sheet. That's an industry term. <laughs> um, speaking of movies, uh, guess what I did today? Uh, you didn't. You were not drinking. I wine, was correct? not at the uh, the wine house. Okay. Um, um, I don't know. Well, I, as you know, I've been catching up on my Marvel movies. Oh yes, because yeah. I'm several years. Years and years behind. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched Doctor Strange finally, and I was like, hmm. <laughs> Which is, I think, the world's reaction to Doctor Strange. Like, I it guess. wasn't bad, but it wasn't like. There was a lot of magic in it. Yeah. But, that's like, true. the magic wasn't happening. You know what I mean? I don't even know what I mean. It was no Harry Potter, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> right. Uh,. No, it was fine. And then I watched Thor Ragnarok, and I was like, "This is great. This, this is, is really funny." Wild, yeah, I'm laughing. I'm uh, I'm cheering. Uh, Thor, strong man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what my favorite line I think in that movie was when... the the pulling him offline. Oh like my god, line. I forgot about that. <laughs> I like that line I, a lot. I was like, did he just say that? He pulled you off. I love very the subtle Taika Watiti voice. Like, oh, Korg was the best. Yeah, like completely. I love that we're talking about these old movies. I don't give a shit. I just saw them. It was funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My favorite line was uh, Jeff Goldblum is introducing. Oh, spoilers! By the way, Jeff Goldblum is introducing um, Thor into the Gladiator Pit, and he's like, he calls him Lord of Thunder. He's like, Lord of Thunder, watch out for his hands, folks. Uh, they've got sparks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That that's the only power he had seen him use uh, right. up till then. So I had a lot of fun um, watching Thor. And then right after that, I watched Infinity War, which takes place immediately right. after Thor Ragnarok. And I was like, this is going to be fun. And then my... Uh, soul died a bit yeah and it just left my body and a piece of it went away here's the thing i hate about some sequels in general and man infinity war totally did this is where they undo the success of the previous movie and like okay yeah okay hang on first of all no no nerds are listening right <laughs> no this like is no, a total highbrow no podcast. comic no comic book ner- we don't have to worry about spoiler alerts because no like comic fans right listen to this kind of thing they're even further behind on the but 
Marvel the, movies than you. And if they are listening, they've already seen it because I'm I was the very last nerd. Mm-hmm. When I bought my ticket today, they're like, "Congratulations, you're the last nerd." They were like, "We were actually, actually planning on getting rid of this movie because it's we were just waiting not, for you to arrive. Nobody's Mr. coming to this movie anymore." I was there with three like three people. I wanted the theater to myself so I could yell at the screen. Quite right. honestly, um. Are you, now spoilers? Spoiler city. Were you talking about how like all the shit they fought for in the previous films? Right. It was like we're gonna like, rescue this entire. Oh, rescue all these people. We're gonna rescue all these people from Ragnarok. Oh, on Asgard. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then immediately they're all fucked. dead. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and I guess that's even, that's kind of even in like. One of the post-credit scenes of Ragnarok. It's like, all right, they we're imply, out of here. yeah, something bad's about like, to oh, happen. Oh, we're fucked, but it's a more lighthearted. I don't know. Um, yeah, and then it just gets real dark real fast. So it's like going straight from that scene, yeah, on the getaway ship to this completely this movie with this completely different tone, yeah. Um, not to mention like how how many times. Cap had to like save Bucky and find Bucky. Never mind. <laughs> I'm. I just came on here to say I'm not going to talk about Infinity War. <laughs> I'm you just, just gonna, wanted to acknowledge that you had. Seen I just it. want to acknowledge that I saw it. I want to acknowledge that Thanos. Uh, uh, what does he do? He claps his hands and a piece of my soul flies away. Yeah. I think that's what his power is. Right. Um. And I wanted to kind of dance around the movie rather than talk directly about it. And um, funny things our friend of the podcast, Josh, said about it. Like, what did he... Uh, he said, no Ant-Man? Yeah. Like, he, said he, he, the, was, he was pissed because there was, there no, was no Ant-Man. There was no Ant-Man, yeah. Um, first of all, they explained that. Uh, I guess nobody's paying attention to the line where they were like, oh, he's a house arrest or something. Right. It was like one sentence. Um, oh, and he had the gall to say that. Uh, can't wait till he listens to this. <laughs> I've actually heard this from more than one person online, not just from Josh. Yeah. Um, he. I thought maybe he was so small you couldn't see him on the poster. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, they explained in that one line um, why Ant Man wasn't in that one, and I guess the next Ant Man movie is going to explain it further. But like in the same breath. Um, they also explained why Hawkeye was not there. And when that happened, I was like, oh shit, Hawkeye's not in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh yeah, he's a guy. I kind of, I like forgot he was an adventure, but I guess he's not showing up for this adventure. All right. <laughs> Sucks. I guess that arrow man is not going to be <laughs> shooting his arrows at Thanos's head. He would have been a great, like, like he would have, I feel like he would You would've. never know. Number four. They've got a couple people to pull from I there. I feel like if they bring Hawkeye back, he'll change the tide of the of the war. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to get too much into it. We'll talk about and we'll talk about Hulk and his Wow. We'll yeah. talk about Hulk and the um masturbational metaphors and within. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Off mic. Yeah. Um so yeah, I did that today. So well, that's I'm caught up on Marvel, and now I can just never watch. Now you watch. can move on to Ant-Man later I, in the summer. I can't wait for a real feel-good romp. Yeah. Thank you, Marvel, for giving that to me. You know, what's going to be most interesting to me about Ant-Man, mm-hmm. and I don't know, maybe they're going to do something weird with the timeline on this, 
But that that movie is going to exist after the rapture has happened. I don't. <laughs> I read something online that said that Ant Man and the Wasp would take place immediately after Civil War. Okay. And and see, that's what I was wondering if maybe it doesn't take place. Yeah, cause, following cause the they, events of Infinity. Because how War. are they going to have this like caper, this fun loving caper <laughs> right. happen right after the Holocaust? <laughs> right. Exactly. There, I think it's like what happened. You know, right after we lost saw Scott Lang in Civil War, and then it, it'll explain why he is not participating in the Infinity War. Right. So, and then of course we'll then. Uh, Maybe so. next spring we'll get our next Marvel movie, <laughs> right. Captain Marvel, which takes place in the 1990s. So yeah. I'm just really happy that they're wrapping this up nicely for me, mm-hmm. and that they're and gonna... quickly in a, in a time. And I gonna... yeah, I'm... I guess you stayed for the stinger, right? So... Uh, yes, okay, the so stinger you... that just made it worse. Right, right, man. I thought that stinger was so funny in the way that it was like, look who's back. <laughs> Just kidding, he's gone too. Oh fuck. <laughs> you know, like it was fuck like the, that. it was like this big drawn out thing where he's like, you get the over the shoulder cam in the car and it's oh, like, who is it? You know who it is. Who's you this? know him. You love him. Here he is, and there he goes. <laughs> and Colby Smolders too. Right. Oh, both. Oh, there there both she go. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Alright, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Let's just start the show. Let's start it. We're talking motherfucking toys with Adam and Blake. Plastic joy Isn't it great Playing it fast and loose and weird, I guess, with the podcast format, which is fine. Pretty much not having one. Which is fine. I don't, we'll figure <laughs> it out. You know, like, it'll come to us. Um, and there are, like, a lot of toy podcasts, I guess, that uh, are keep up with, like, what's going on you know, up to the minute in the toy world. News and reviews. Yeah, that kind of thing. And, like, what was your haul this week? And I, like, never have hauls anymore. So we talked about movies and stuff. We yeah. like dive back into the. Thing. Do you do this on Instagram where you look at other people that collect and wonder where the hell these motherfuckers get money to buy all this shit? I generally assume that they have a better paying job than me and just no loved ones. But the right. thing is, <laughs> and I that's that sounds super mean to a bunch of people listening, but here's what I'll temper it with. I know like when I talk to people that then that's not true. Right. Because like one of our our super fan, like I know he has a family and like all a lot of these people have families and so I don't know, their kids are starving maybe. Because I feel like with more resources, I would definitely be a toy hoarder to the extreme. But I just yeah. don't have the money to do it. And yet I'll be on Twitter and, man, these guys are buying not only, like, a lot of stuff, but, like, nice stuff, too. And you it's know? just like, everything that comes yeah, out. It's, just it's everything. literally everything. These are the real serious boys. I guess. And I sometimes, some of them I know are in, like toy journalism a little bit so i think they get sent 
I don't know some if, stuff I, for review. That'd be cool. I don't know if that's a thing or not. Maybe it is. That that would be cool. I don't know. I'm I'm only guessing that because they'll get like one specific figure way before a line even comes out. Yeah, you know, and it's like true. they're sent like one sample. And then they put figure. a video up. Right. Um, if anyone knows how you become a toy journalist, <laughs> at me. Surely that's got to be just a a market ready to. I mean, surely they're just hiring by the boatload. Right. Can't toy get journalists? enough of those toy journalists. Oh, it's like good. toy podcast. The the market is just. I mean, it's full. wide open right now. The advertisers beating down my door. You would not believe. <laughs> Um, so we've been kind of diving into toys past and like toys and movies, and we're going to definitely get back to that. Uh, I have been keeping up with the Chucky franchise. Don't worry. I'm still watching Chucky's and I've got a lot to say. Not He's right now. He's further behind on Chucky movies than he was on Marvel movies. Yeah. Now I'm caught up on Marvel. I need to get caught up on Chucky, which, yeah. which is the better franchise right now. I don't know which, <laughs> which, uh, makes me want to die more. <laughs> Um, no, Chucky makes me want to die more. Man, they should make seriously a a child's play cinematic universe. Oh, where it's like other evil toys, but not just evil toys, like not demonic toys, like Full Moon Productions, but like, mm-hmm. like individual toys that are really charming in their own kind of characteristics, like Chucky is, you know, like, like yeah. But, but like also new, evil. But like new creations? Yeah, like, I don't know. What's another toy we could lampoon? Like, like a Mr. Potato Head type. Yeah. But we could call him Mr. Carrot Face. Um, but he turns evil. Right. Well, add a little voodoo to the mix and anything becomes evil, apparently. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, and that's the thing. They could all exist in this weird toy voodoo world where... Serial killers just keep putting their souls into is these. Is that not what the Chucky franchise is becoming? Because it seems to be that way. No, I mean, there's only two. Well, I'm okay. Seed of Chucky, I guess, kind of introduces another one. We got dolls. One, make another dolls. We got multiple dolls with souls in them now. We got dolls having doll babies. Oh, my God. That was... That is burned into my memory forever. <laughs> I guess we are, we are talking about this, even though I said we weren't going to. We were going to gonna skip it, but... Um, no, there was one thing I wanted to say about Bride of Chucky, and I forgot it. Fuck. Skip it. Oh, well. No, we're not going to talk about toy movies. Um, maybe It's been a long time since we talked about like anything current in the toy world. Well, and I, that's what I was going to say, is it actually... Because we don't really have a set format, it seems like we've just—it's been a while since we've just sat down, just the two of us, and rapped yeah, about toys. And just been like, "What's up in your toy life?" Yeah. Like, is anything up in your like? Nothing's up in my toy life, I don't think. But it seems like I am constantly in a stage of waiting a year or more for the next stage in my toy life because I've gotten so into just pre-ordering stuff instead of like yeah. trying to hunt He's stuff down in stores. Just a pre-order boy now. So I have a lot of stuff I'm waiting on and never receiving. Playing, That's, playing the long game. Yeah. Kind of like I am with my Mondo Batman um, who is in this latest issue of previews, by the way. Nice. But he doesn't have all the accessories that I'm getting, so he's for suckers. Man, I can't believe there's already another previews out. 
Like the is that just from this the, week? This might no. This oh might, maybe I did get. That I think one. this is an older one. There oh, okay. may be a newer one. This is May eighteen, so maybe it's the newest one. I don't know. It has Captain America. Yeah, it. I think that is the same one. I did. I tell you about the Phantom of the Paradise figure I yeah. saw in there. Yeah. Did I you think see it? We must have been looking at the same issue because he's in here. Yeah. yeah. Man, I kind of want him, but I don't understand why he exists. <laughs> I don't either, and I don't know anything about that movie, so I would not be the one. To... It is Buckwild. I've got it. We need to watch it sometime. Is it a toy movie? No. Okay. <laughs> not interested. Okay, sorry. Um, what previews is done, though, I think toy fans will find... I I like it, because I used to be like, where's the toy section? You know how you... Yeah. Like, and it's like stuck somewhere in the middle, like in between... like. Uh, manga ass statues and like weird hats, hats and <laughs> yeah, shirts just hats <laughs> <laughs> now they uh you do the flip side the back you go to the back of the previous catalog you flip it and then it's just this big toys and collectible section well now they've got more room since they have also taken dc out of the main book and have given, they fucking really yeah DC's got a separate one Good now, too, like Marvel did. It's, there's not going to be a, pre, a previews left. <laughs> no. It's because... Gonna, it's gonna, no, it, it's to our benefit, because it'll just be all toys. <laughs> They're just going to call have to call it the, the toy preview book. Um, except for, like, all these, like, tiny-ass publishers, I guess, that yeah. publish, like, the Jungle Booby books or whatever the hell they are. <laughs> Jess knows what I'm talking about. And Image is still in there, although Image has its a separate, like, yeah. magazine. I didn't think it... But the Image... solicitations are still in the main... Are they? In the main book, yeah. Or at yeah. least... I don't know. I thought they weren't. I'm not going to sit here Maybe and flip the whole thing. Yeah, though. let's not. I believe This is you. boring. Um, what I came across, let, let's uh, review what's coming out. So, uh, hot off the presses, um, head down to your nearest Walgreens because um, I'm crazy for these Vinny mates. Do you know what a Vinny mate is? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, it's like a mini mate, the world's ugliest toy. But it's bigger and it doesn't move. Am I right? Do they not move? Yeah, it's a statue version okay. of a mini mate. So it's big, a big blocky ugly guy. Um, do you remember the game Kingdom Hearts? Kingdom Hearts. Uh, is it related to Zelda? It's, re- it's related to. Um, this is the one you'll probably know. Kingdom Hearts um, RE colon slash memory um, X version uh, re- remix 9.0. Oh, point one. Re- re- uh, re- rekindled. Kingdom Hearts coded. I I think I had that on my cell phone. Yeah, it's a really great cell phone game, but they made a spinoff for PlayStation 2. Oh, okay. Um, this was like a good 15 years ago. Remember, well, you wouldn't remember, but they went to Nightmare Before Christmas Land in this game. And they had their little Halloween costumes on. Uh, of course, I'm talking about Sora, Donald, and Goofy. Oh, okay, okay. Um, a good, what was it, 15 or more years ago? They've gone ahead and made these into some nice Vinnie Mate statues. These guys right here? Yeah. Can I tell you, people love those Halloween town Sora, Donald, and Goofy. Do they? Oh, yeah. Hot Topic had the Funko Pop exclusives of those. See, I've got it. Was this recently? I'm just missing everything. No, this was this okay. was last year during the convention. Because I'm like, this was a long time ago, guys. Like, yeah, these games. 
But I think there I think the toy industry is kind of jumping onto the Kingdom Hearts 3 hype where there's a game there's coming the, out yeah. eventually but sometime. But there's nothing to like m- manufacture or <laughs> right. toy toyize. Right. So we got to keep pumping out these Halloween Well, it's got me excited that all the goth nerds are really into. <laughs> and shout out to my goth nerds. I mean, more power to you. And I I fucking love Kingdom Hearts 2 for the PS2. I won't lie. No, Kingdom Hearts is a legit good game. You know I collect the Diamond Select figures. Yes. The And I even got the Jack their uh Nightmare Before oh, Christmas yeah. Jack Skellington cuz I it goes with the rest of the yeah. Kingdom Hearts. But then I realized, oh, they're never going to make any other regular Disney figures, so I'm just going to have Sora, <laughs> Donald, Goofy, and <laughs> Jack Skellington. Zach, Zach hanging out like, hey, guys, want <laughs> to go to the Disney universe? <laughs> um, so we got Donald as a, a cute mummy, uh, Goofy as a Frankenstein, I think. Yeah, kind of. He looks like a scarecrow with a nail in his head, I'll be honest. And then Sora is not really anything. He's got bat wings. Maybe he's a vampire, but he's got like a pumpkin mask on. <laughs> you know, vampire pumpkin mask with with bat wings. Um, it's cute, I guess. So, I don't know. Walgreens usually has them. Walk, don't run, guys. <laughs> you know those uh, the bust we were making fun of um, a few episodes ago? Big Barda. Yeah, yeah. Where it cuts her off at the thighs. And that was from an old issue of toy fair Fair, like a really old they're still doing this like series of busts or at least in the exact same style because here we have just now coming out um from the batman 66 tv show alfred (laughs) as a bust where alfred is cut off at the thighs in his apron with a feather duster and he's got the little like bust stand what do you want to what do you what do you call that? I don't even know. You know how I instead of legs feel about bus. <laughs> they need how what I feel is they need a different word for statue from the thighs up. Cause I think a bus is a more half chew. Half man. Uh speaking of half man, I just want to say one more thing about Infinity War. Oh boy. Just one last thing. Um you know um uh, Tyrion Lannister. Yeah. What's his name? Peter Dinklage. Oh, yeah. He was the... Um, he you was... know how in uh, Game of Thrones they normally use CGI to make him look very small? Yeah. Well, they um, they let him just be his normal size, and he's in Infinity War. That's a spoiler. I thought they actually even had to take it a step further and use CGI to make Chris Hemsworth small. So he looks smaller. I think they did kind of to... like a Frodo thing, like they did in Lord of the Rings, like a trick of perspective yeah. where Chris Hemsworth looks small compared to Peter Dink. But nope, that's his uh that's his real physique. Anyway <laughs> He also has metal hands. I don't know if you guys realize this, but in Game of Thrones they have to CGI They CGI real actual, person hands on actual him. human hands on him because otherwise it's just stone fists is all he's got. When now, again, spoiler city, when Peter Dinklage's character uh, first kind of walked on screen in Infinity War, did you think it was Sweetums from the Muppet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Because I sure as shit did. I just knew I'd catch up to you guys. That's from Muppet is that what, movie. Is that what Sweetums sounds like? 
kind of. I didn't know he really, for some reason I didn't think he said like English words. <laughs> no, you're thinking of Swedish chef doesn't say English words. No, he talks. I mean, they both talk. No, Sweden's talk. I thought Sweden he's, was he just like too dumb to talk. No. <laughs> he was like a mute. Okay. Which one's the mute? Are there any that just don't talk because they're just like barely sentient? Probably. I'm overthinking this. Yeah. I mean, even the vegetables talk, Blake. <laughs> How about that Camilla the chicken, though? Oh, yeah. Love she just... She doesn't talk. Remember? Oh, man. What? Never mind. I don't want to get... You know, if you get me started on Muppets, Let's I will fucking talk this. Muppets all night Welcome to night Muppet long. Cast. Oh, man. That's actually a good idea. I should oh, quit. Shit, I should spin quit off. The, should Wait. quit this podcast and start a Muppet podcast. For some reason, I feel like I'm not going to be invited onto this <laughs> podcast. It'll like be me. a solo venture. Mm, I don't know who I would get to be on a Muppet podcast with me. This may be a solo Definitely thing. an unwilling Josh Arnett. See, Josh actually Josh likes Muppets more than he likes toys. So I think he well, would Well, he likes almost in... anything more than he likes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I think he would do Muppets. Um I Well know. worry about that later. Yeah, that's, okay. That's I'll, a whole I'll figure that thing. out. When we when we have our podcast Empire, I'll start worrying about spinoffs. <laughs> to be honest, there wasn't a whole lot that excited me and got my whistle all wet. And the previews toy section. I'm almost never excited by the toys and previews. I don't know yeah, why. I feel they, like it's just not the stuff I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, exactly. It's like 30 pages of Funko Pops and like no Marvel Legends. Yeah. You know, and like, wait, I just, what if I just want a magazine of, about Marvel Legends? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not the stuff that? that you find, you easily find in retail stores, obviously, because it's more geared towards like the specialty shops. Uh-huh. But even then. I don't know. I guess the Mezco stuff's in there. Yeah, and, and there's the like, NECA and there's stuff NECA maybe, but Mezco. but it seems like it's always just like one picture of something. We and got then... some good Jasons and some Freddies. Yeah. Oh, I remembered what I was going to say about Bride of Chucky. <laughs> okay, here we go. And it, it we'll has just to do with plug shit. this back into the earlier part. Speaking of shit, yeah, um, just uh, Brian, go ahead and put this uh, put this back at the beginning part. Um, speaking of shared universes. Um, at the beginning of Bride of Chucky, do you remember um, they're showing like an evidence locker where Chucky's dismembered body is stored away, and they're like panning across the room, and there's like definitely a Jason mask and machete, and then like uh uh what the fuck's his name Michael Myers mask oh yeah yeah like and there's probably some Freddy Krueger claws too I don't know. Um. So, I don't. What? Are, what are they trying to say there? What, it, like, is it? Was it just a wink, or was that something it where was they were trying to wink. build off of it? I don't think because shared universes really weren't a thing at that in 1998. Right. But it was more of a wink. It was more like they practically stopped the camera on it and were like, "Hey guys, Jason, <laughs> uh, you know that the other horror movies that you like." Hey, Jason. Let me build on this for one second. Sure. And I realize this is not our game. No, please build on it. Um, Who is allowed in your horror shared universe film? Because I feel obviously there's a lot of horror franchises, but I feel like there's only certain ones that would work for a shared universe movie. Okay. Well, I mean, definitely, definitely the Tom Cruise mummy. Because that that universe is got off to such a good start, and I can't wait to see what they do with it. I know, it. I can't. 
and like you know frankenstein man from that series yeah and dracula monster from that one right uh the boris karloff character yeah just just boris bella karloff. lugosi mm-hmm. uh <laughs> no why what, what's yours um well obviously freddy jason chucky or the holy trinity um I feel like Leprechaun would be great in there. I feel like it's ones that have really... I'll be honest There's with you. There's a lot you. of camp in this team. I know that most people want the big slashers like Michael Myers, mm-hmm. like Leatherface, but I don't feel like they work well for that type of thing. You want the ones with real personality. The ones with... Although what? I guess Jason doesn't really have much of a personality. No. But he does have a, one of the better backstories. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I would include Angela from Sleepaway Camp because her backstory is just the best. <laughs> and I think it would really go over well, like in today's sort of cultural climate, it would really just simmer and marinate with our, with yeah, our audiences right. and like make them think. It's it's a good it's a good depiction of of let's gender, not, anyway, gender politics. Anywho, yeah. Gender um uh, <laughs> You're you're almost like describing a team. What if it were a team of all horror bad guys who just did one liners? <laughs> so Freddie isn't that what we're we're trying to describe? Here? Yeah, but you had like a few mutes in there, like Jason, oh, yeah. Freddie, Chucky, Leprechaun. Okay. Um. Who else? Who else does one liners? And that's oh, it. Man, there's there's got to be somebody s- else. Some horror dork is screaming at me. Does Pennywise? He he talks, but he's not really a one liner. This is type more of like guy. creepy thing, creepy creepy yeah. aphorisms. Hmm. This is good. But like, I should have thought about the thing this is some that more. they would just be over talking each other the entire right. film. Like, <laughs> um, watch your step. That last one is a a, a killer. Um, actually, I and then they Freddie would like try to just one up. They would just one up each other. Yeah. I don't know. That wasn't as funny in, in practice as it was in theory, but you know, I'd be. Plus, you've got the whole Freddy operates on a different plane of existence than everyone else does, so it's that makes it kind of difficult. Oh, I yeah. don't know the dreams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The he exists only in people's minds, but also kills them in real life. Um, I feel there was like a million of them, and I never saw them. There was, oh, they're they, so good. He didn't. I just saw the first one. He didn't come out of the dreams in any of them? Oh, he comes out of the dreams in all of them. Does he? That's how they kill him in every single movie. <laughs> well, you just said he doesn't come out of the Here's dreams. Here's what happens in every single movie. Someone Spoiler reali- alert. Someone, comes, someone uh, wakes up at one point after an altercation with Freddy and has, like, the fedora. And it occurs to them, <laughs> and it occurs to them, wait, I can bring things out of the dream. So then the plan becomes, I'm going to grab Freddy while someone waits by my sleeping body. I vaguely remember this this third act from the first one. And then I'm going to wake up, and when I wake up, Freddy will be there, and then we can kill him in the real world. Of course, as we all know, that plan seemingly works for one movie, and we yet there, he's back again he the just, next time. He just comes back in the dream world. Yes. Yeah. He's not. Yeah, I get it. When don't you hate it when you like wake up and you got this weird feeling and you throw your covers away and you look down and there's just a fedora at the hoodie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where did this come from? Oh yeah, that guy yeah, I was just fighting did, in my nightmare. Just, well, why did I grab his hat? And then he comes <laughs> flying out at you like my hat. 
<laughs> yeah. So God, those movies are good. <laughs> anyway, toys. Anyway, welcome to Shelf Life, a collector's podcast. <laughs> right, where we talk all about toys and sometimes never at all. Let's take a, a real quick break and then reintroduce ourselves. From <laughs> Playmate! Okay, welcome to Shelf Life, a collector's podcast. Of course, I am your host, Blake Walker. And as always, my co-host is here, the scary doll to my monster high, it's Adam <laughs> Timish. Here I am. And here's our introduction in the middle of this show. I can just, um, Brian, go ahead and uh, move that one to the front. I think I think we've front said part. this before, but our podcast is basically the Christopher Nolan's memento of podcasts, <laughs> where you never quite know where each segment is fitting in and when they were recorded. Like, the podcast starts and you're like, why is he like, why is this Polaroid like disappearing before my <laughs> eyes? I'm going to, like, take all the audio and just reverse it, and it can be, like, a fun game yeah. for the listeners. People that, will never know they, what's happening. People will never listen again is what will happen. Um, Do you get that reference at all, the <laughs> scary dolls? I don't. I've okay. never heard of scary I mean, I, I get what you're going for, but I'm not um, familiar with scary dolls. It's kind of esoteric, and probably no one will ever get it, ex- but uh, except maybe Jessica. One time we were in Walmart, and... um. You know how they have like fake My Little Ponies, and yeah, all the knockoffs at Walmart, yeah. Um, there was it was a box set of like eight dolls that were clearly bad Monster High oh, knockoffs, man. and it just said "scary dolls." <laughs> were they scary in any way, or were they just um, bad they, Barbies with green skin? They were scary in that they looked like they might be a slightly bad influence for my impressionable young daughter. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. But like okay. not as bad of an influence as the real monster highs. Yeah. <laughs> but just like cheap, awful sweatshop dolls, scary dolls. Were the skirts down to the knees at least? I think they were a bit more modest than the monster okay. highs. Then that's all we need. But still scary. Um. Anyway, we've got an amazing product coming out. I thought this was a misprint at first because it says, um, Captain America Civil War Iron Man uh, one-to-one scale foam replica. Oh, man. Is that a NECA? It is a... Does it even say... I hate I don't this know. in previews. I, f- when I feel like NECA does some of those one-to-one scale foam figures. It It's six feet, five inches tall. Um, it's made of foam, I guess. Yeah. And it's the actual size of Iron Man. <laughs> Uh, this imposing life-size foam figure of Iron Man from Marvel Studios, Captain America Civil War. I'm really glad they're getting on this. You know how he has a different suit in every movie. Yeah. I'm glad they finally caught up and got the Civil War suit. Right. In a life-size for me. Well, I've got I've got the one-to-one for every other Iron Man since the first Iron Man movie, yeah, so I yeah. needed to get that one. I need his nano suit from Infinity I, War 2. Well, first you got to get the Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, yeah, yeah. He'll stand guard in any room from home to office to retail environment. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Six foot five foam rubber. Uh, anyway, for this giant hunk of foam rubber and latex, it's going to set you back $1,300. Okay. So this goes back to our earlier conversation about where the hell collectors are getting some of the things that they have. <laughs> so 
I can only imagine that those types of things are primarily for actual specialty shops to display, right? Maybe. Because if you're a type of guy who's buying a one-to-one figure for your own personal collection, how many of those can you get into your room? Like... Uh, one or two seven or eight oh you mean like with room to like, like a normal around. yeah a normal person who's got an office or a living room they display stuff yeah, in like me is not going to be able to have all of team cap and all of team iron man i in mean his living room. i could maybe fit teen team iron man in this office in right corner. now i could fit a few life sizers it's not it'd that be big a squeeze it'd be it'd be a tough squeeze but it'd be worth it because then I'd have my my life size pal Tony Stark guarding me. But then it's like just comes like the normal collecting problem is like when you buy so much stuff, you kind of have to rotate your collection in and out, like what you're displaying yeah. at any given time. So then, how does a person who collects one to one foam figures work that out? Like, oh, now this outdated. I just got a mental image of somebody taking this. <laughs> $1,300 piece of foam rubber and kicking it into a trash bin and it like it breaks in half like a styro yep. like a piece of styrofoam. Oh, got the latest Iron Man suit. Time to get rid of this $1,300 one. <laughs> got the nano suit. Don't need you anymore, yep. Civil War suit. Chuck right out the door. Um, yeah, I think they're meant to be disposable. <laughs> kind of like a... Yeah, $1,300 disposable. Like cardboard displays at the movie theater, like that kind of thing. Uh, okay, you, you yeah. You just throw it away when you're once, done. Yeah, and once no enough people deal. get their hands on it and it just looks shitty, then you can just get rid of it. Yeah, like they get their grimy, ugh, like kids' grubby fingers all over yeah. popcorn grease and shit. Oh, yeah. If I owned a store and I ever bought one of those, it would be behind so much glass and rope. Yeah. That nobody would yeah, like, ever be allowed to touch don't it. Don't breathe on my foam Tony, please. <laughs> right. <laughs> but like, Man, why is this podcast not called Foam Tony? <laughs> foam Tony's well, toy podcast. This episode is called Foam Tony. <laughs> okay, good. good. <laughs> <laughs> episode 16, Foam Tony. I mean, that's just a good name, regardless of what you apply it to. Foam Tony. Talking is... to Editing Blake in the future, <laughs> the title of... Today's episode is Foam Tony. Hey, Brian, take that take that down as a note. Foam foam Tony? Yeah. Oh. F-O-A-M. Got it. Okay. Thanks, Brian. We don't even pay him. I know. We pay him an experience. Like, the, like internships are a scam. Did you know that? Yeah. Well, I mean, but we can still take advantage of him with oh. Brian. Uh, hey, Brian, go grab my Foam Tony. <laughs> go, get us, go get us a Foam Tony on your dime. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> think of the experience i'll gain even like i don't know any comic shop guys who would have it in the budget yeah oh thirteen hundred dollars for this decoration i don't know where did where did you go see avengers at uh downtown okay so at alamo Mm-hmm. When I went and saw it, they had a couple of the things, you know, before the movie starts, and they had a couple guys talking comic books before, mm-hmm. and they owned, like, a nice shop that was, like, real big. And mm-hmm. I think some of the bigger cities have those shops that are, like... I wish I would have seen that now. Yeah, the... I forgot about their extras. Yeah, uh, but I think bigger cities have those comic shops that are, like, way bigger, and they, yeah, they like the have more, ones, like... Yeah, I guess, I guess. They have cooler stuff to display. That's what I mean by, like, yeah, 
Our our local shop's not going to buy a thirteen hundred dollar well, foam he, Tony. He does, or he did have like a several thousand dollar Yoda. <laughs> oh yeah, just like sitting around. I think he he might have sold it. I don't know. Probably to Colin Bun. <laughs> Probably Colin um, Colin Bun posted something to Twitter one time that he got from there, and I was like. Was that guy stashing that stuff for you? How come I've never seen that? What was it like? Something it was really a. Com- it was a. It was an uh, old comic. Like not something I probably would have been able to afford anyway. But I was still stuff like, gets oh, I've never seen that stuff gets stashed away. You'd be surprised. There's not a whole lot else. Oh, I think the last thing in the previews that caught my eye was they're doing these Jurassic Park like. They're getting real buck wild with the 25th anniversary, like merchandising and stuff. Oh, yeah. Are you talking about the classic figures? Yeah, they've got those in like retail stores, Mm -hmm. but these are like high end, four different, I'm going to call them four different Jurassic Park dinosaur products for the 25th anniversary. Who makes this? Chronicle Collectibles. So it's not like, it's not like the stuff you see at Target made by. Who is it, Hasbro? <laughs> okay, it? so they're just... Well... Oh, they're all different. One's a statue. One's a maquette. One's a bust. Yeah, I was gonna... And one's a diorama. <laughs> okay, cool. So, yeah. And so four different, like, formats of toy. You got bronze T-Rex. Uh, $350. Um... Pachycephalosaurus, I think that's how you say that. A maquette, he is 400. Uh, a raptor bust. <laughs> Couldn't be bothered to make the whole raptor. Just, no, the, just, just the head, just I guess. Just the bust. The head will set you back 1,200. Good God. People love those raptors. Yeah, I guess. But my favorite, my favorite product is called Sick Triceratops. <laughs> right. Such a, that is such, like... People really lean on that as like an iconic scene from the movie. Which like when I he guess, sticks his hand in the shit. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it's just kind of a dead a dying it's just, dinosaur. It's just like they got lazy with their dinosaur puppets and were like, eh, we don't have to make him move very much. Just kind of have his stomach go up and down real slow <laughs> like he's a labored breathing. We'll, yeah. we'll say he's sick. Uh, the, the Teamsters were like not on the site that day, I think. Did you buy... Uh, the Jurassic Park toys when you were a kid. I can only assume you loved that movie as a child. I did love it as a child, and I was afraid by the T-Rex as a child. I didn't have the toys. Yeah. I don't did know. You? If I had one, it was maybe one of, like, the human figures that came with, like, one of those really small dinosaurs. Like a baby Triceratops like, or something. Yeah. I, I saw, like, a, a re-release in Target just a few days ago of, like, the Alan Grant yeah. shitty little human figure yeah. next to a t-rex or whatever it was yeah if i had any it would have been like that and probably even one of the like nameless military or security guys on the island like not even one of the like named characters because my my parents were those types of parents that would get me one toy from a line and it would always yeah. be like the worst That's, worst one that and was then basically would... my experience too yeah well yeah we've talked about before how like collecting an entire line is more of a thing we do as adults yeah and as kids, it was just like, well, I got a Ghostbuster here. I got a Crash Test Dummy here. Uh, a Batman <laughs> Batman with Michael Keaton's party shirt on over here. And they're yeah. all going to have a, a good time together. They're yep. on a uh, super team now. That's how it goes. Um, just like Toy Story. It was it magical. Was, it was always my, my play 
style was always in the format of a Wizard of Oz type thing where there was like one character that was somehow going on this adventure and all these other like strange and unusual characters were coming in because they were all from fucking different toy lines. I, if I could go back um, to being like, I didn't even have anything that sophisticated, but if I could go back to being a child, I would have implemented a sort of storyline like a kingdom hearts where my main protagonist would (laughs) fly from one world to another. Yeah. um, And interact with these different brands of characters that make, absolutely no sense together yeah but they wouldn't all have to be disney i remember i used to always really like playing because i had several star wars figures power of the force oh yeah those but i never really like they were all so random like i couldn't just recreate scenes from star wars so you had a a snaggletooth and no one else right and but you know i and i've said this before i always love like the gritty, like, smuggler crime side of Star Wars, more so than the Jedi Force side. Yeah. Um. So I had a Chewbacca figure, I had a Greedo figure, and I had Luke's Land Speeder. <laughs> and so I would just... Those were not... I, che- see, I see where this is yeah, going. Yeah, this was not Chewbacca and Greedo. These were completely new characters of my own, <laughs> oh. of my own design. And it was like, like, buddy... Hell like, yeah. Like a buddy comedy that a- I would... That, like a yeah, like a buddy road trip comedy. That's with a this, Star Wars story I would like to see. Yeah, with a Wookiee and a Rodian. and Chewie and Greedo's road trip. <laughs> right, man. Yeah, it was one of my favorite things to uh, to play when I was a kid. I don't even remember what I called them, but but definitely not Chewbacca. And no, no, it was just, just who did who did they fight though? Did they have villains? I had some of the um, expanded universe stuff. Like, what was that one? Like he was the Darth Vader surrogate for the Shadows of the Empire, like oh, the green, yeah, the green it was alien with guy. a lot of X's in his yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember, but I had him, like, and he was he was the main. And that was something I was not familiar with the extended universe at yeah. all. So but it was just like, oh, here's a it's just toys. vague Who cares? alien. Yeah, so that was the bad guy to there. Okay, well, at least they had a foil. Yeah, of course. Um, no, I'd watch that movie. <laughs> um. That's it for previews. Yeah, that what only it, took a I long mean, time. Yeah, for something that. So now you can all be goddamn happy that we covered the latest news that yeah, was not interesting in any way. Quit, stay out of my mentions with this talk of demanding that I talk about current shit. That no one's in my mentions at all. That didn't really happen. Yeah, no. That even when I beg them to be yeah. in my mentions, like, they please don't, they don't get show in my mentions. My mentions like yeah. get in my mentions <laughs> at Toy Vandal on Instagram. What did you bring to the table? Um, this not week? really anything. I guess. I mean, I could talk about what I'm. Bu- I'm going buck wild on Mezco pre-orders right now. That's kind of crazy, but. Uh, okay, which ones did you get? Uh, currently, I have pre-ordered. Uh, Batman. Sovereign Knight? I think that sounds like a name of one. Popeye. <laughs> of course. Uh, the Dark Side, which is going to be fucking insane. Oh, God. Yeah, and so expensive, too. Uh, and then I've got a lot of NECA stuff pre-ordered, Not too. the Catwoman? Not the Catwoman yet. I'm still deciding on that. I would that. totes get her. Yeah. I feel like on Batman Day, when they teased all their Batman stuff that they're going to be releasing soon, I'm like, oh, man, if I, if oh, I yeah. bite off that... If I sup from that nipple, it will just, <laughs> I will never, I will never stop. 
I mean, a fucking bat signal in a Batmobile from Mezco. It's like, how yeah. am I going to stop myself from buying that? And you know that Batmobile is going to be it's going to be five hundred dollars. Oh, I was going to yeah, I'd go even higher. Jesus, uh, can't wait for their Batcave. I'm sure. Oh God, um, they should do an Alfred. Yeah, they should. Every I'm- episode, I'm going to try to suggest that someone do an Alfred. And not as a TV show. Which, yeah, was just announced today. Alfred Pennyworth getting a TV show. I did not ask for this. I asked for an action figure. So, the secret, you did it wrong. I put it out into the universe and you gave me something I didn't want. And I don't know if it's part of the DC streaming service or if it's a Fox show. Because it said the showrunner of Gotham, but it, it could be anywhere. It seems like a candidate for the streaming service, yeah, right? Yeah, I agree. Because, like, network TV, like... Alfred Pennyworth, the show. Well, and if you think about it, they announced the streaming service, so they've got to fill it with television they're shows. Like, Shit, we need DC shows up the ass now. Right. And I saw that they announced the live action Doom Patrol. Really? Yeah. But it's like, man, where are they going? Where are they going to get the money? I guess Warner Brothers probably. But where? It's like that's a lot of money to put into all these yeah. brand new shows. I'm afraid of them all being like cheap. I don't know. See, I assumed they were just going to release a bunch of shitty animated shows. Like, they were just going to start I mean, pumping out. That could be, like, half of what they do. Yeah, it's true. At least some of it. But, like, Doom Patrol, I don't know. That comics, the current comic is, is kind of neat. Yeah. But, uh, maybe maybe it'll be as good as the Inhumans live action series. I've not seen it, but I assume that's a joke. Yeah, it is a joke. Okay. Um. Oh, man. I'm worried what's going to happen to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Is that still a show that's on? It, it is, and people seem to really like it. Yeah, and I guess it's gone for a long time, but given the horrible events of what has happened to us... It would be great if just mid-season they're like chugging away through some yeah. some minor plot in that show, and then just half the characters all turn to smoke yeah. with, with no with no explanation whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, how else are you going to explain it away? <laughs> Apparently they did like a mid-season change-up... When they did Captain America Winter Soldier, S.H.I.E.L.D. disbanded, right? Or S.H.I.E.L.D. was yeah. infiltrated and destroyed, whatever. Mm-hmm. So that whole show had to like change gears mid-season. I they thought at some point they acknowledged that it was not canon. Like it was a very much... I, really? I yeah. don't know. Well, maybe as it got wilder and wilder yeah. and we got Ghost Rider up in the mix. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But, I could be wrong about but that. But I mean, is there like a separate canon for TV? Because, and... you know, technically the Netflix shows were supposed to be part of the the I cinematic universe. S- I would too. still watch Daredevil and Jessica Jones up on the silver screen, kicking ass along with yeah. Cap. And... There was a part of me that was secretly hoping for some sort of surprise reveal that the they would defenders. all, yeah, the defenders would all show up all of a sudden. There weren't enough characters. We decided to pop in. Yeah, yeah, but no, no, they, that didn't happen. They they said no. They they showed restraint when it came to the defenders. Um. Anyway, I'm. That's the last I'll ever talk about that. Okay. <laughs> for the third time tonight. Yeah, I mean, I know I said I wouldn't talk about it, and I don't want to go off on a rant. <laughs> so yeah, other than a million pre-orders that I've got, not even including all the fucking mythic uh, legions that I've got pre-ordered, that I've had oh, pre-ordered yeah. for a year that are just never, ever coming, ever. The, <laughs> the mythic pre-orders, it's yeah. like, will they or won't they? Well, they came out with series... 2.5 the coliseum ones 
Those have all shipped. I didn't buy any of those, though. I bought Advent of Decay. I I don't even want to get into it. <laughs> I'm afraid for your money and what they've done. I mean, well, I've had them all paid for for a year, so that money's long gone. But yeah. still, it's like I would like still, my army of toys. It'd, it'd be nice to have something like for it. You like, know, to yeah, show for yeah. The money you that, remember when I gave you guys seven hundred dollars? The money. Uh, remember last the money year? that disappeared from my bank account? Maybe, maybe I could see some toys one day. Yeah. Oh man, anyway. I want that Batman. Yeah, that money is just slowly the Mondo Batman. Yeah. Yeah. The one I've got on a payment plan. <laughs> it's a great deal, people. You don't pay any extra. Let's uh we could wrap it up by talking about apparently there's a sale going on at Big Bad Toy Store. Yeah, Big Bad Toy Store is currently just doing a big sale that seems like kind of just a general clearance thing where they're trying to get rid of all the toys. For example, uh Ghostbusters 2016, those the four women Ghostbusters from Mattel. The very valuable and rare. You can get all four for twenty dollars oh, right now. Oh man. Um there but they even have some older stuff too. Like I saw some DC Universe uh classics on there. Yeah. But not good ones, you know, like just like total junk. Like from the last line, like, um, do you remember the superpowers line where, or they were like vaguely inspired by the superpowers line? The ones line? with the packaging that looked retro? Yeah. And, yeah. And I think it was like a Calibac, uh, build a figure. Yeah. Yeah. They had one there for sale and I was vaguely interested in it, but it was Green Lantern as the Riddler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it was a joke on the, like, mexican knockoff or whatever i guess but i was like man that would be a fun figure to have and i it, thought about it but it was still like I don't know, 25 bucks or something but i don't yeah. know how much it normally was that's hilarious that they didn't sell all of theirs um and there was a couple things there was another thing i saw there for like 10 bucks that i was still really thinking about buying just because the price was so good but what was really entertaining about this sale was oh, yeah. seeing all the Masters of the Universe classics that, you know, obviously a line that will sell for a lot of money, the more popular ones, and yeah. seeing the less popular ones, because mm. you guys know we're not big Masters of the Universe fans, and I know nothing about it, and I don't even know where half these characters come from. Do, do you know, do the Masters of the Universe classics, the current line... Yeah. Are they just making up characters? Or I think they're are making these... it up as they go along. No, I think they're like... Well, I know that they've been doing ones based on the cartoon. Right, that's the most recent. Like, Super 7 is one, doing the yeah, filmation yeah. stuff. One's based on the She-Ra cartoon. Anyone that was ever in the background of a cartoon. Yeah. Anything that was ever a prototype that didn't get made. Yeah. Uh, maybe even the Dolph Lundgren movie. I'm not sure. No, there are, there are some of those, Good too. Good God. But yeah, they've just made everything. And yeah. maybe making some up whole cloth. And I don't you know, know, I'm not I mean, obviously I'm in the general proximity of fandom, so I know about Masters of the Universe yeah. and, and I know when I was some a kid, of the main characters. When I was a kid I was crazy for them, as I've talked about, but I these dudes they're releasing now, yeah. I don't know these guys. Man, oh, but they were so good. Uh so which ones which which ones are the ones that are on sale? As I'm getting my phone real quick. Uh um there was one called the cheapest one I saw was $14. 
and it was a character called Hydron, I believe. I don't, don't remember him from my childhood, so he must not be... Oh, I important. also showed you that rabbit hole Batman figure that was... Yeah. Did you... you know, I, I, I guess... From your reaction, you were already I, familiar oh, with that Oh, definitely. Figure. I had never seen him he before in my is, life. He was somewhat of a shelf warmer. Okay. Well, which would explain why he's on yeah, sale. Yeah, I mean, he's, he literally is. Uh, he's not like a, a must-have for me. That's the Batman with the rabbit face right. from the it, Arkham games. It's, it's one of the more hideous figures I've ever seen. <laughs> And not hideous in like the fun way, <laughs> right? No, I did not seriously recommend that to you. Hideous that... in the like, why would they ever way? <laughs> <laughs> right, like these big buck teeth from one of the stranger parts of the video game. Okay, I think from the first game. Sorry, this is uh, no, so you. Taking... We uh, we're giving you while Adam uh, pulls it up, giving you hot tips. Brian, can you? Can you check? Just this make for it me? sound like this happened really, really quickly. Um, you heard it here first. <laughs> Your hottest tips on uh, clearance sale, Masters of the Universe classics. Yeah. Oh, and what what I, I'll talk about this while I pull it up. What I thought would be just a great if I didn't already have my hand in like way too many action figure lines right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is I think I would really like to start collecting Masters of the Universe uh, classics figures. The new ones or originals? Uh, all of the above. Okay. Because they're good figures. But you, here's you the mean thing. The... I don't want to spend a lot of money on this. So I would collect <laughs> well, that'd be hard them. hard to do that. <laughs> right. I would collect them. But only the absolute cheapest ones I could find. Just indiscriminate. <laughs> so you would just have a bunch of shit. Right. Indiscriminate of whatever it is. You'd be like, oh, where's your He-Man and your Skeletor? And oh, like, no, no, no. Like, I don't uh, fuck who? with He-Man and Skeletor. Uh, wh- who? <laughs> right. Uh, I don't know him. He-Man, who-Man. Filtering out sold out and pre-orders. Getting real <laughs> down to the... <laughs> Nitty gritty down here. to the wire here. What is left in the dregs of Big Bad Toy Store? Okay, so man, where is this one that is so cheap? Oh, come on, give me these deals. But anyway, uh, you know that would be a lot of fun, right? Just having a Masters of the Universe classics line of just complete garbage figures, though. Yeah, characters no one's ever heard of. Okay, so this is Hydron, and I'm guessing from the packaging. What? He is based on... From here, it looks like Mr. Freeze, but I can't see very well. Yeah, it's it says Galactic Protectors on the box, so I assume that's from like Ugh. that that weird second He-Man figure line. What, like He-Man in space? Yeah, I'm guessing that's yeah, what that's from. That's, they're, they are really trolling the depths for these But what characters. I'm saying is, you could get that figure in your hands... He looks like a scuba man, maybe? Yeah, a scuba man. He looks like an Aquaman villain. He's got <laughs> he's got fins on his legs. If Aquaman fought a guy in a souped-up scuba suit. But Blake, $14 and that sucker's oh, yours. Oh, well, $14, where, I'd buy it. Yeah, where, where else are you going to find a Masters of the Universe classic figure for $14? For $14, you can't afford not to buy Hydron. Um, where is my other favorite one? There was another one that I liked a lot. Please tell me it's Evelyn. 
It is not Evil Lynn. Ah, shit. Get out of here with that shit. Orko? Orko's wife. No. Orko's wife. The female Orko. Blake, you're too too mainstream <laughs> Oh, here. no. I'm, I'm talking the real good stuff. Here like he the is. stuff only real fans know about? Here he is. 1999. Oh, man. I love this guy. 1999? $19.99, I mean. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why I confused that with a year. And this one is labeled a space mutant. And his name is Flog. And he appears to come with a whip. Oh, this guy kinky AF. Yeah. <laughs> I'm liking Flog. A purple guy with a whip named Flog. Yeah, and they have the they do have these weird like team name stickers yeah, space on the front. Space mutants. Flog the whip man. It doesn't actually say the whip man. It looks like he's got the Castle Grayskull sword. Mm-hmm. But it's just painted gray. Right. Weird. And he's got like a Snake Man style head. And I'm sure there's probably some Masters of the Universe people that are freaking out like... Get yourself a flog for 20 bucks. You don't know who Flog is? <laughs> uh, but man. Well, real fans know Flog. I, yeah. I admit that. So I think he's the second cheapest one on the site. But here's what I'm saying. $45 and I've got two pristine... <laughs> In package. Oh, in box. Wow. Masters of the Universe figures. I don't know. I think you might have overhyped this (laughs) when you told me about it. I'm well. You just obviously don't have a good enough appreciation. This this. is not as good as the time when I found Skeletor the dentist. No, it wasn't. It was the dentist. uh, Two pack with Skeletor in the dentist chair. From some Comic Con, from fucking Robot Chicken. Anyway, it was at Big Lots. Yeah, and they had that a bunch is actually a pretty miraculous story. And it well, they used to get like remainders of Motu Classics at Big Lots. Yeah, it's almost as good for like cheap as hell as this filmation version of Batros for twenty four dollars. What the hell, Blake? You're gonna still tell me this isn't a deal? This I actually I considered getting batros before uh this is because of your weird bat fascination yeah my bat fetish this is the only one of the group that i've heard of before tonight uh because batros uh allegedly is kind of a batman parody oh when they created the character Um, well i guess that makes him kind of interesting if you're you and you know he's got the mattel body that's the same as some of the batman bodies that they've done and it would Look, it would be a fun addition to my shelf. So it's kind of neat so. that he's only $24. Well, there you go. And they just go up from there. Uh, Rio Blast. How much to get me one of those giant red dragons? Uh, you know, I don't Is that guy still for sale? Probably not. I would guess not. 700 800 Here's uh, PowerCon exclusives. Oh, God. I just can't even imagine trying to get into something like this right now. You you get to feel superior when you're into something like that over something like Marvel Legends that's more affordable and like widespread and more available. Yeah. I've basically got four, I would consider four main collections that I've got. The four quadrants. Right now. And they're just all over the place. Yeah. There's like the expensive stuff and then there's the cheap stuff. I guess I'm done with Batman the Animated Series. I guess they're not well, making any more of those. Yeah, I got, 
I at least not, not DC collectibles. Because DC collectibles has kind of changed things up, and it yeah, had to I mean, did they leave anyone out? They made like a billion of them. There wasn't a animate the animated series Scarecrow. There was a new Adventures of Batman <laughs> Scarecrow. Okay, but. Yeah, we're getting down to the nitty gritty. Yeah, well, you know, some people care about this stuff. If you want to be in <laughs> toy journalism, you gotta you gotta really get in. I guess in that's depth. true. You gotta take it seriously. If I were to divide what I collect into groups, let's see. You've got your your Batman and Batman extended family, Batman villains. That's all like one group of things I collect. Um. <laughs> Assorted Marvel Legends with really no rhyme or reason to them. Man, and that is the fucking truth. Shut up. Well, you know, because I'm obsessive compulsive, like, I can only collect things in groups that I can logically make sense to myself. Yeah. And so that that middle Daytoff, second from the bottom shelf, I just look at that thing... And I, it's it's a thing of nightmares. Okay. Actually, both of those Marvel Legends shells All right, are pretty Mr. awful. All right, Mr. Chewie and Greedo, Greedo go on a road trip together. Uh, it wasn't Chewie and Greedo. It was a different looking <laughs> well, Rodian. in my head That canon, wore very similar bandoliers and orange in, vests. In my head canon, Cable and Ares are together because they're not Cable and Ares. They are uh, the big beefy brothers. Okay. They're two twin they're brothers. They're the Bash brothers from the... Mighty Ducks 2. Okay, yeah, that's who they are. Yeah, they, they look kind of They pretty like much it. look like the Bash brothers. Right. They're best friends, and they go on adventures together. And their roommate is Deadpool. That's why he's standing next to them. Okay, see, Cable and Deadpool make sense. Ares yeah. being smack in the middle <laughs> of them? I don't like, get it. I was like, we gotta get... Because if Ares was on the edge... He's too big. He needs to be like a centerpiece. Or look, you've there's, got two rows of... There's a logic to it. You've got two rows of Black Panther figures. That's great. It's uh-huh. all in a theme. It's uh-huh. all Wakanda. Uh-huh. Wakanda forever. And then you've got... What the hell going on behind it? Um, I don't know. Well, two Logans. Two, uh... Two girls? <laughs> <laughs> two girls. <laughs> I don't know. All I'm, I'm saying... And I don't mean this in an offensive way. Your collection physically nauseates me. <laughs> well, and the only reason I come here to do no this podcast taken. is for exposure therapy for my <laughs> compulsions. It, re- it really helps you control the uh, the the un- urge to uncontrollable projectile vomit. <laughs> right, right. Well, I'm I'm really glad you've been able to keep it away from my yeah. figures uh, all this time. So my four quadrants were. Uh, uh, Again, Batman stuff, assorted Marvel Legends, um, Fallout, <laughs> and Rick and Morty. That's it. That's all uh, I got for okay, you. Okay, okay. Um, I, yeah, I guess. And one one section dedicated and, to Breaking Bad. Uh, oh, yeah. And then there's a fifth quadrant, which is Breaking Bad. But if I could try to paint a picture for the listener it's 96 percent batman <laughs> right, just, right just to be sure i like that you put a, le- a sincere effort into coming up with other quadrants that aren't batman even though i mean there are clearly no other quadrants <laughs> i gotta represent my you know fallout vault boy bobblehead yeah and the you know the few rick and morty mystery, mystery minis i got before i gave up on it <laughs> man and you know what's funny that's about 
Actually, I think you got through more Rick and Morty mystery minis than I got through Disney Afternoon mystery minis before I gave up. I gave on that up on that shit so fast. We've talked about that before. Yeah, we? yeah. Do you like how I got my little Nega Duck over there? Yeah. Uh oh, I got another another one of those Imaginext. That's one of the only things I've bought as of late. Yeah. Um, it's the- I got the Carrie Kelly Imaginext figure. That's series four of the yeah, DC Super four. Friends. So she's next to my Joker Batman. <laughs> With the plunger? Yeah, he he has the enormous plunger, and she has the slingshot that is the size of... What would you call it? I said it looked kind of like a giant tennis racket with a lasso attached to it. Uh, to me, it just looks like a lasso, yeah. It's... Yeah, it's an enormous lasso that's supposed to be a slingshot anyway <laughs> they'll have they all have larger than life accessories it's real fun um so yeah again no rhyme or reason to that so uh i don't know you want to wrap it up yeah we can we can wrap it up um i guess just doing doing social media plugs <laughs> i don't know yeah i want to plug my instagram at toy vandal i I'm sorry I haven't been that active. I swear I'll put something up soon. I wondered about that. No, I'm I'm not dead. You don't... Well, it seems like, yeah, you haven't... Even when you post on there, I haven't seen a lot of toys lately. Well, I just haven't been buying stuff. That's, That's why I haven't true. really been posting. I'll post the Carrie Kelly that I was just talking about so I you can see this. I really, size. really need... With all the shit I buy, I really need to start posting pictures. Yeah. Because I feel like... You buy so much, you gotta show the world. The people that follow me on Twitter are really kind of just in it to see toys. You know, they're not in it for me to make they're toy like, jokes. Stop talking. Just yeah. show us the pics. Just show us toys. Yeah, you need a separate toy Instagram, I think. I do, too. I agree with that. But I feel like I don't want to do that until I actually get into successfully photographing a toy. Right, right. Anyway. <laughs> one of these days, you'll figure out how to take a picture of a toy. I believe in you. Yeah, I, I believe in myself one, <laughs> one of these days. Um, that said, you can follow me on Twitter. It's more entertaining than I you would think. And he's from... really active, and it's funny. There's, yeah. good, there's good jokes. And I talk back. Um, it's follow at, for follow. At shelf, it, no, that's the damn truth. Uh, it's <laughs> at Shelf Life Adam on Twitter. Yeah, at Shelf Life Atom with a T, at Toy Vandal on Instagram for me. And please, 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 if you listen to the podcast and you hate the podcast, give it a five-star rating. If you like it, also give it a five-star rating and maybe even leave a review about how much you like it, even if you don't. This is very important. Love it or hate it, leave a five-star review and I will give you something. And one day, we yeah, we may even have have a giveaway. You never Ooh, know. We should. That's something we should plan. Giveaways for people who shout us out. Yeah. We'll do that. My problem with giveaways is this only stuff that I have that I think would be attractive to give away is stuff that I can make too much money off of to be able yeah. to... to the thing about a giveaway is you have to give something away, right. and I don't like that. We, like. I would need, I would need to make sure we had a pretty good return on investment. We're gonna have to like go buy something separate that we would have never bought. I don't know. Yeah, we'll brainstorm it. Okay, so all right, kid, babes out there in Toyland, <laughs> I, I think I'm gonna try that out for. Yeah. <laughs> all right, babes in op- Toyland. Yeah, or an opening. Hey, babes in toilet. We'll workshop. We'll workshop yeah. that. Uh, 
yeah so catch us on instagram twitter and otherwise Until next time life in plastic it's, it's fantastic, fantastic.